Hey guys, this is Arun. This is Shiv. This is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And welcome back to Who Got Next, episode 64. So to start off today's episode, we are going to talk about the Lakers and Anthony Davis's return. Um, he has played three games so far. Right now he's playing his fourth game since his return. But um, the first two games against the Mavs, he was on a minutes restriction. Uh, didn't play too well, struggled from the uh, the field, didn't shoot the ball well, had uh, lots of mental errors, lots of um, turnovers as well. But um, he, signed, he, he seemed to find his groove on Monday when they played Orlando. Uh, he shot the ball very efficiently, in my opinion, and he looked like the old AD and the AD I'm accustomed to seeing. But uh, guys, what's your thoughts on AD uh, coming back? LeBron's supposed to be coming back real soon. So, you know, the Lakers are getting healthy and they're getting ready for that playoff push. But how do you guys feel about Anthony Davis and his play since his, re- since his return? I mean, plain and simple is a three-game sample size is, is nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he can – he could have literally shot 0 for, 30, 0 for 30 in these three games and it wouldn't have bothered me. And that that's simply the case of – he just needs time. And as long as he gets the time and repetitions before the playoffs start, he's going to be fine. Like right now, they just showed his stats. What he's four for four for six with eight, um, or was it three eight for points. six? He's got six points six in eight, eight minutes. Points. Yep. Uh, he's fine. The only thing I would say for this is not about really how he plays. I just think they played bad forcing him the ball. And let's say, like, obviously we're going to talk about LeBron and whatever, but LeBron was supposed to – there was news that LeBron's a week away. And then Frank Vogel comes out and says he's out indefinitely. So, like, obviously what Chaitan just said, it doesn't matter if he goes over 30 or whatever. But it does matter, in my opinion, if, like, they drop. Like, if they start dropping because they're trying to get him ready and they're losing games. I understand nobody – everyone's saying, yo, we don't care – about the seating, and that's fair. But the only thing is, if you can, because they've been able to manage so well so far. They're not in the plane right now. They're above the, they're the fifth seed right now. Ahead of Dallas. Yeah. So I don't like, not for me, obviously, I'm not a Lakers fan, but if I was a Lakers fan, I just hope, I would hope that, because two game lead is not that much, in my opinion. So, and the Mavs, they're up and down. So we don't know. Portland has been struggling like crazy. They just lost five in a row. They finally won a game yesterday against a like a weak Pacers team. So the only thing is, if they fall and let's say they get to seven and they have to play in the playing game, you just don't want that to happen. That's the only thing I would say. I, I, I don't see them dropping all the way to seven. Six is also a stretch just because the Mavs are so inconsistent. Um but I, I have absolutely no concerns right the now. The Mavs schedule, if you look at it, it's pretty easy. So is the Lakers schedule. This uh, is really, see, really let's easy. See, let's see the Lakers schedule. So today they have the Wizards. Right now they're down two, but obviously they can win that game. The Kings game, they should be able to take care of them. The Raptors, they should be able to take care of them. But then after that, Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, Suns, Knicks. That's, that's a couple games where, they can, where AD can get back into his groove. You know, this is only his fourth game back. The first two, like Arun said, he was on minutes restriction. But he has a couple. They have a couple easy games to get their chemistry on point, 
And by the time they play those games, you know, it, it, I, I feel like AD will get his groove back. I mean, the one thing that Abby said that is a concern is when they play poorly when they're forcing in the ball. Because that Dallas game, the second Dallas game, they were up 17 and a half. And they just, they just gave AD the ball. And AD, he just, let's be honest, he just missed. Over six from three that game, and he just wasn't. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, he has to get it. Yeah. He has missed two months. No, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Anthony Davis. I'm just saying all they did was give him the ball, and that was the same game where Ben McLemore made like seven threes. And I think that's if we're gonna look at any issue with the Lakers is, you know, force feeding a player a ball after he comes back from injury is not how you should be running your offense. Like they. They weren't playing poorly. They were playing pretty decent, even without AD. They're no, and they're our offense to- was terrible. I think that's that's one of the reasons why they were force feeding them because this offense struggles without AD or LeBron. And, and I guess they were just a try, they're trying to get him into the rhythm and also B they were trying to you know initiate some offense. And I think well. that's the issue here is, you know, they should look to at least build on, you know, they, they played poorly without AD and LeBron offensively, but they should at least try to build on like, okay, you have one of those guys back. Let us get into rhythm because AD is going to draw a double team, regardless of being coming off injury or not. Well, I have a hypothetical question and I hope it doesn't happen. A ruin, especially for a ruin and Shavam. Let's say they drop to seven. They play the playing game. LeBron's back. AD's back, obviously. Everyone's back. And they lose. Is that an excuse? Do they have an excuse? No, if they, LeBron is back, there's no if excuse. LeBron is back, AD's back, Drummond, KCP. Cool. No, there's no excuse. Everyone. If they're healthy, there should be no excuse. If okay. you lose, then... These are the defending champions. There's no damn excuse that they... First of all, I don't see them dropping to seven. But They're not dropping seven. They shouldn't drop to seven, yeah. They have no excuse. They can't get. A, they can't. They can't get the four. They're not gonna have home court, and that's fine because Denver's four games away. I don't think they're gonna catch Denver at this point. So five, six. It looks like five and or six is their likely spot. The higher seed only has to win one game, right? I think the lower seed has to win two games in a row. If you're the seventh seed, if you win, then you're done. You're the seventh seed now. If you're the seventh seed and you lose, then you get to play. You have to play one more game, and then you have to win that game. Yes, I don't see them happening. But Lakers, also another yeah. thing about that playing conference, I, I I literally thought that was just for the pandemic because of the short the season last year. I don't, I don't like the idea. But of, since this season is technically shortened, also by ten games. But is this, this, is, this is not a permanent thing, is it? Because I I don't like this. I don't know that yet. It might it might be because look it's an experiment. Yeah, teams are going to be interested. In, yo, like we're not out of it yet. Like, teams are going to be playing still, so they may keep it. I like, think it's going to be cool. The Wizards have gone this. They've won eight. Uh, they won eight in a row. Then they lost uh, overtime against the Spurs, and right now they're, like, they're, it's a close game against the Lakers, but on a regular season, the Wizards would be done. Like, their season would have been over, but they have the playing possibility. So, it might actually be something that I think is, like, still around. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of that, but, I mean. Yeah, a lot of people are hating on these playing games, but I think it's going to be mad fun to watch. I think it's going to be very entertaining. I know one thing. Nobody want to play Bradley Beal and uh, Russell Westbrook in the play-in. And don't forget about the Warriors. I mean, I know the Warriors got blown out yesterday, but I would hate to see Steph in the playing game when you're just chucking up like 15 threes a game. I think, you have to guard I that. think the play-ins are now like set kind of in the West. 
it's going to be a combination of Dallas, Portland, Memphis, Spurs, Golden State. Four of those five will be playing. So yeah. the East is kind of more like Toronto, Chicago's one game out. Toronto's at one and a half games away. I don't see they're basically everyone's there's three teams fighting for 10. Like everyone else is likely to get Miami, Hornets, Pacers. They look like they're set to be in the play-in. So listen, I think I, I agree with the rune. I think it's very interesting because teams like obviously like the teams that are like garbage, like Orlando, Detroit, um, Houston, like John Wall, he's out for the season because they just want to tank now, obviously. But like the other teams, like the fringe teams, they're still playing because they may make the play in playoffs or whatever. And one of the teams that we don't expect to make the playoffs is going to end up making the playoffs. Like a team like the Bulls, for example. I feel like a team like that is going to end up making the playoffs. Jack comes back. Like they're saying another week. He comes back and they play, let's say, the Hornets. And they play the Hornets or the – I think, yeah, you got to win one game, bro. You could, Anybody can lose one game. Mm-hmm. Levine and Vucevic dropped 70 on you combined. You can lose that game easy. Yeah, I think that – for year one and year two of this playing tournament, it's like we haven't seen a team, or well, I can't speak about this year, but we haven't seen a team that is actually like good enough to knock off the higher seats, right? But I think later, if if this continues to be be a thing, is you know later in the uh, later, say like two, three years from now, say say that the Warriors are off of injury, but Clay, like all of a sudden Clay and Steph are all together and they're the nine seed taking on the eight seed. You can easily see them beating the eight seed and being in the playoffs. I think for now, it's just, it's so experimental where we're just seeing like the seven and eight seed being so much better than the eight and nine, uh, the nine and 10 seeds that, it doesn't look as enticing until, you know, we have those big names in the in the in the lower seeds where we, we can see them beating the higher seed, winning two games in a row, and making the playoffs. So like right now, it just it's so ex- experimental, and we just don't know yet. So that that's why it seems a little weird, but it can be interesting. Yeah, out west, uh, it's pretty much locked up from. The gap between 10 and 11, the Pelicans and Warriors is like four and a half games. So I don't see the Pelicans closing in on that gap at all. So I think, yeah, the Pelicans are not going to make it this year. But I would I would hate to play the Warriors, man. If, especially if Steph is on fire to end the season, I would hate to play the Warriors in the play-in game. So, so maybe it would be like the Blazers versus the Warriors, hypothetically. That would be a fun match. No, no, no. Isn't it? Isn't it seven and eight play and nine and ten play? You're right. It'd be nine, ten. So right now, even though Memphis and Spurs are tied for the same record, it'd be Spurs versus Golden State. Oh, seven and ten play, don't they? Uh, For some reason, they have it like seven and eight or have to play for the seventh seed, and ninth and tenth play for the eighth seed. Yeah, they're not doing a seven versus ten and eight versus nine. That's not how they're doing. That's what I initially thought too. That's what I thought it would be too. Yeah, you're right. That would make the most sense, though. Yeah, they're would. basically <laughs> saying that seven and eight, whoever wins that game is a seven seed, and then eight, whoever loses that game, get all they have to do is win one more game, and then they get the eight seed. That's how they're doing it. So wait, basically seven eight can afford to lose one game. That's the premise. 
So the seven seed faces the eight seed. Yeah. And seven wins. So the next playing tournament game is eight versus nine and ten winner. Oh, that that's less exciting. I thought it was gonna be like seven seed. Get, the ten seed gets a chance to knock out the seven seed. I'll be like, yeah, I want to watch that. I wish it was like that because that makes more sense. You could still get that if the seven seed loses and then the ten seed wins. Then no, you get seven for ten technically. You get Steph Curry facing off against like Damian Lillard. You're just like, oh, oh well. That that would be fun. I think the seeds uh eight and ten have to win two games in a row to advance. While seven, I, I could be wrong. I'm not too sure about the rules right now, but I think nine and seven and nine just have to win one game. Yeah, I think if it's if the eight seed takes the seven seed, they get to play another game. But if the oh so so wait, how many days is this playing tournament? It's a po- the season ends the 16th and the playing starts the 18th. So, and then we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Let's li- we'll have that excitement when it happens. But then obviously, 80s back now. LeBron, the video came out of him like jogging. So, do we feel like he's coming back anytime soon? Or, or when do you think he'll come back? Like, I think the only <laughs> way I would make him come back is if I'm in jeopardy of losing the six. Yep. He's not coming back for at least the next two weeks. I'm telling you, it's going to be Mother's Day. Around What's Mother's May, Day, May 9th. May 9th. Yeah, uh, around there. Yeah, so two weeks. Yeah, about like about twelve days. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him coming back within the next. Yeah, around, like Abishag, like Abishag said last podcast, all he needs is three games. That's yeah, it. I agree. Going. Isn't that won't won't that be three games because they the 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 sixteenth is the end of the season. Let's check real quick. Bro, the Lakers just the first round matchup. That's gonna be their warm up. The the Lakers play at, uh May 9th. There's five games. The 9th, the eleventh, the twelfth, fifteenth, sixteenth. They have five games by by May 9th if that's the day he comes back. Around then, yeah. Yeah. So that means you'll yeah, and look and and, and to be honest, yeah, there's a couple back to backs, but yeah, I, I think and some of these games if he comes back against the Rockets, that'd be a nice way to come back. Like, yo, we're going to win that game. Let him get his groove. Then you get the Pacers and the Pelicans. None of those games are important, in my opinion. I think you're going to beat both those teams. So, that would make sense. I mean, yeah, so that's five games. Say he doesn't play the back-to-backs. That's three games that he's playing. Oh, he definitely not playing no back-to-backs. Uh, that's what I'm saying is that, that then he's playing three games. So, he should be back around May 9th. Okay, so we had this discussion because it was kind of confusing like what I meant by this, what's the worst matchup for Lakers in first round? I don't mean any team really has a chance to beat them, but what team has a chance to, let's say, like how last year the first game Portland won the first game and people, some people were thinking, oh, they better watch out or whatever. So win a game or two. So what team? So hypothetically, let's see, they're standing their fifth right now. If they, if they stay at above the play-in five or six, they would either play Denver or the Clippers. If they play the Clippers in the first round, you can't yeah. tell me that's not a – That's the team. That's the team, in my opinion, that you would want to avoid. Because it's, yeah. it's either – right now, the way the set standings are set up, it's either the Nuggets or the Clippers because they exactly. could switch the three and fourth seed. The Lakers, 
They could drop, but I don't see them dropping. If they stay at that fifth seed, they play whoever's in that fourth seed. And I would personally rather play the Nuggets over the Clippers. Just because they play the Nuggets, they'll sweep the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, still a young team. The Clippers are the only team in the West, not even just the first round, just the only team in the West that I actually have, that I actually think will give Lakers a tough time. Yeah, Shiv has them going to the conference finals. The Lakers and Clippers, right? Yep. If it were to set up like that. The only team that I have a little concern for. And PG's playing well. So Ooh, there's still a team out there all the way. Oh, well, I'm going to discuss a, a person. I've been talking about this player. been compa- campaigning for this player to win a specific award. And this uh, well, uh, yo, oh, the I, Suns? I just don't think the Suns have enough playoff experience. I don't think they're – they just don't have enough playoff experience to be able yeah. to – Hey, CP, first year <laughs> with Houston – he, same thing. James Harden never did shit. He goes there, and they're hamstring away from beating the most undefe- undefeatable team, the Golden State Warriors. I'm just saying. And that team had – that Lakers team – I think we all agree that Warriors team was better than this Lakers team, right? I mean, we can also consider the fact that he took a rookie, Lou Dort, a young Shea Gilgis Alexander, a shot away from beating Houston the Rockets last year. Exactly. In my opinion, this Suns team, you haven't seen the best of them. That's what I'm trying to say. And you the players they have on their team, they got veterans. I don't think they have enough, though. Lakers in four. Oh, oh wait. I guess the Suns, I'll make a bet right now. Bet. All right. We'll, we'll think of the reasoning for it. But if the Suns well, play the Lakers, you know, I don't see the Lakers. What happened? How, how, many, how many games? Oh, you have, you have the Suns making it out the West, right? No, I changed it. Nah, he changed it. That was a preseason pick. Nets. All right, so what, what, what you have? The, how many games do you have the Suns winning? They could steal a game, I think, against the Lakers. Yeah. Just because CP3, his fucking IQ is crazy. Yeah, bro. He'll see, figure out some adjustments. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. No, no, no. He's a sweet patient. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, I don't think there's a way, like, the Suns and Lakers could even match up in the first round, right? Because it's the okay. first round we're talking about, right? No, no, no. no, 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 no I, I thought we, I was just speaking generally then. Oh yeah, I would. I would hate to play the Suns. Jimmy feels that can beat, that can not beat, but give them a scare is the Clippers. And then I said, nah, the Suns. In my opinion, I mean, yeah, there's only two teams. It's going to be the the Clippers are obvious picks, and then the Suns. And then after that, like AD is going to completely demolish Rudy Gobert. And like then who else does. do we have left? It's not like Portland's just collapsing. Uh, Dallas. Can't figure out how to play defense. <laughs> Porzingis can't stay healthy either. This is coming down to three teams, in my opinion. There's three teams, and that's Phoenix, the Clippers, and then there's uh, the Lakers. That's it in the West. I don't respect anyone else. Wait, you didn't say Jazz? I did not say the Jazz. Oh, I feel bad for the Jazz. That's crazy. Why do you feel like that about the Jazz Abishai? Because if you they can't are Minnesota really good one time, if you can't beat Minnesota one time, you get swept by a team like Minnesota. That tells me something about you. I mean, was uh, Damn. is Mitchell even playing? That's not the point. That doesn't matter if he's playing or not. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. It was a playoff series. Sort of have. I mean, okay, let, let's be honest here. Rudy Gobert is overrated, and I've been saying this for basically years now. Me too, but there, I'm there, saying, someone if, saying that Rudy Gobert deserves to be in the MVP conversation. Who said that? <laughs> who said so, that? Like, there are people like, like you know, journalists or whoever, media members, they're saying, yo, who's mm-hmm. the MVP? They were saying, 
he deserves to be in the MVP conversation. And also, he deserves to be in the MVP conversation for this team. And I'm like, yo, do you know who Donovan Mitchell is? Yo. Can I have their jobs? Because I think I could do it better than them. Bro, like, Rudy Gobert, in my opinion, listen, he got his money. I don't hail anybody getting their money. Someone paid him. He took it. I have no problem with him taking it. He don't deserve even close to that money. He is the most overrated player in the NBA. L- let's just K-Y-Z. talk about this. The man is... He has absolute zero offensive game. Yes. All he can do, he is a less athletic DeAndre Jordan. A taller DeAndre Jordan. And but DeAndre Jordan could actually... He's actually athletic. Let's be honest here. The man's won two defensive play of the years and just made the biggest defensive blunder ever. Where like People don't talk about Clint Capella. As much as they talk about Rudy Gobert, I would take Clint Capella over Rudy Gobert any day. Clint Capella would dog him. Clint Capella can drop 20-20 easy. I would take Andre Drummond over Rudy Gobert. Arun favorite. <laughs> Andre Drummond. Okay. So uh, another thing. So now, obviously, we move on to the MVP thing. I don't even know who the MVP favorite is anymore. I don't know who to look at, Jokic. who to trust. I don't think Jokic is in the – I don't know if Jokic is still number one. I don't know. Dame's probably out of it now because they just lost so many games. And, and I think Embiid should be done now. Bro, he missed two more games. That's 20 – that's 19 games he's missed now. There's yeah, no reason – There's only two players you can talk about when it comes to MVP. That's Embiid I, or Jokic. I think the answer is clear as day now is Chris Paul. And the reason why I'm going to say this, this is – this was a tweet that someone sent out, and this is actual facts. All these platforms, they gave their predictions for the Suns before the season started. Preseason predictions. These are rare. I'm going to tell you some of the names of these, uh, like, uh, platforms. So, the preseason predictions. This is Forbes. Forbes predicted the Suns to finish sixth with 41 wins. ESPN predicted the Suns to finish eighth with 39 wins. Sporting News, seventh. Vegas. Vegas themselves, the odds makers, seventh with 38 wins. Bleacher Report, ninth, 35 wins. And then CBS Sport Sports had the highest ranking for them at fifth. So that, that basically tells you this team was basically like, yo, if you made the playoffs, you'd be lucky. This team is about to have a number one potential seed. And they huh. – it's Chris Paul. The answer is Chris Paul. This shouldn't be that hard. Chris Paul is MVP. And – I don't even know why it's a discussion anymore. My question is, how high did we rank them? Only person that ranked them high was me. I can't I remember. remember, to be honest. Yeah. But I, 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 I did not see them having the second seed. And they, if they win today, and if they beat Utah on Friday, they have the number one seed. Wait, what? If the Suns win today, okay. then they beat Utah, on Friday, they will be tied for the same record, and they will have swept Utah the whole season. Nice. I hope to take the first seed, bro. That really put uh, CP3 on notice. The MVP. Suns haven't made the playoffs since 2009-2010 season. Yo, I remember that season. Then they go they to the get Washington. one player. They get one player, and look what they do. Yeah, they didn't even add anybody, right? Except the for CP. The only other addition was Jay Crowder, and let's let's be honest, bro. He <laughs> okay, is a okay role player. That's decent, all he yeah. Is. That's all he is. Yep. I mean, yeah, they, they, they haven't made. I would love, I would love to see Chris Paul win MVP because I would get a nice little payout 
on FanDuel, but I just don't see it happening. He's just. I not think a- if they get the first seed, he will win the MVP. I think that's what it will take. But he, I, I agree with you. Out of all the all the teams right now, he's the most deserving just because Denver, their fourth seed, in my opinion, I, I don't think a team that's not top two in their conference deserves MVP. And then after that, there's nobody else left. Um, I think Steph Curry's the third runner-up right now, but we know there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell, especially after yesterday. You can't be what? down 30 at, at your own crib. They have Steph Curry over Chris Paul right now. Straight, yo, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's, like, yeah, that's whoever is voting or making this up, like, what are you watching? Like, they, they're the 10th seed. The Suns are about to be the first seed. We, the, I think we all watched the Knicks versus the Suns game. What did Chris Paul do? He made shots that a special player makes. Crush my heart. The last minute, bro? Yeah. Bro, he does that. Devin Booker is great. He's very good. Devin Booker is the – we understand that. But, bro, without Chris Paul, they're not even relevant. that game over. Yo, Devin Booker has not made the playoffs his entire career. Chris Paul comes over. They're about- Devin the- Booker oh, has been dying to make the playoffs. He's been thirsting to make the playoffs. Remember that one season? He was like, this is my last season making the playoffs. <laughs> oh, that was like three seasons ago. Season. Yeah. <laughs> they got absolutely demolished. Then they get the first pick after that. Yeah, I think Bro, so. They got current Ian. players, LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, a James Harden, a Chris Paul. Once you get them, you're different. And the Suns got this dude. And he's 35. He is not like LeBron, like yo, built like a god. He's using his, like he's using his straight brain. IQ. Yeah, he's using his brain. He's spending his money wisely. Man, thirty-five, and he's a possible having his greatest impact ever. So, listen, if he doesn't get, I'm gonna keep saying this until I can. Obviously, I'm not Stephen A. Smith or somebody like that. But bro, if this man doesn't win MVP, it is a straight travesty. And if Embiid somehow wins it. That is straight bullshit. And that's me saying that. Yo, Chris Paul's odds are plus 1,400. That's straight. That's disrespect. Bro, that's so much disrespect. Wait, what is that? Plus 14 what? Thousand. That's so much disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Payout comes out to 14. That's going to be one of the players. I, like, I feel like that should win the championship, man. Then Julius Randle's right above him at plus 12,000. Yeah, Julius Randle is hooping right now. Julius Even right Randall now, is a man, 19 oh. at halftime. This man's shot, his three-pointer is crazy good. People preach the Mamba mentality and all that shit. This man says it and does it. Yeah, what, what was in one interview he said, whenever the team touches down on a road game, you, they yeah. touch down. Yeah. First thing they do is they hit the gym. That's, that's the first thing to do. And he said Kobe <laughs> taught him that. Julius Randle said the story where they were in a road trip with Kobe on uh, to Dallas, and that's his hometown. Uh, maybe I'm getting the uh, place wrong, but it was a uh, it was basically where uh, Julius Randle was uh, born. His family was there, so he, he sees Kobe off the elevator and says, uh, "Kobe asks him where you go. I'm, I'm going to uh, catch up with my folks, get some dinner." Kobe says, "No, you're not. You're coming with me to the gym." And he said, "Okay, Kobe, tell me to come to the gym, bro. I gotta go." And he did. And now look at him. Look at him. I don't cut off. They don't even go out to that whole Knicks team is so that vibe is so dope because they don't even go out Look and party. They just lock in. They all have that mentality. They just want to get better and grow with one another. And I think that's, Look at that's this dope. This Knicks team on paper. Look at the Boston Celtics on paper and tell me which team should have the better record. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. 
Things are Shout a little to say, but I think New York is back, baby. New York's back next year. There really isn't any like real superstar available. We discussed this, but I they are now a desirable location. It you think? Be- I heard this over on uh, on first take sometime this this past week. Stephen A. Smith was saying uh, that if Kyrie and KD don't win the championship, they're gonna regret their decision not going to the Knicks. You guys agree with that? I mean, you think they're gonna regret it if they don't? Because the-, the Knicks will embrace even if they didn't win the championship. Actually. With this team, they like if KD and Kyrie went to the Knicks, I feel like they would just embrace them. But my my, my question would there would be though, this Knicks team wouldn't be the team that they're on because, um, who was the head coach before this? I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember who the head coach was. Oh my god! Who? I don't remember who the head coach was, but before Tom Tom Thibodeau was not the coach of the the Knicks the year, KD and Kyrie were free agents. Mike so. Miller, David Fis- Fisdale. Oh, Fizz, yeah. I think it was Fizz, though, yeah. So, um, listen, we clearly are seeing Derrick Rose, Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, all these players, R.J. Barrett, bro, they're embracing what Tom Thibodeau was telling them. So, I don't know, because at that point, the only difference would be location. Yeah, I think you also have to consider two, uh, two factors into this is that regardless of how bad the Knicks are, like New York is always gonna be a Knicks town, yeah, right? Always. So, oh, like, okay, the only other team that can slightly even take over for that is the Yankees. So, like, the Yankees started this season poor as hell, right? But New York, or the Knicks were the Knicks. So you don't hear about oh how poorly the Yankees started because everyone was watching the Knicks, right? So regardless of, you know, Stephen A. can say like oh they're gonna regret this, but. Regardless, even if Brooklyn wins the championship, it's still a Knicks town. If Brooklyn loses the championship, it's still a Knicks town, right? So the only regret that they can have for not coming to the Knicks is they're they're always going to be second fiddle to the Knicks, regardless of winning or not, because it's a yeah. Knicks town, just like the Clippers. Yeah, just like the Clippers. Mm-hmm. If if win. the Nets were to win this year, I feel like. Durant would definitely still kind of regret his decision because he's not going to get the what's the word the recognition or the admiration that he wants. No, he won't because now they have James Harden. Not not even just because of that, but I told you if he was able to bring a chip to the Garden, he would have went down. He he would have cemented his legacy. Mecca. You would have a chip to the Mecca. That's some legendary shit, bro. I, he, I think he would possibly break that top, maybe break that top ten greatest players of all time. Yeah, he would. If you bring a title to MSG, bro, you're gonna go down as a fucking. Legend. Just because where the Knicks were to winning a chip the very next season by just adding him and Kyrie, but with the Knicks, like I let's let's say I mean with the Nets, let's say he brings a chip, wins Brooklyn their first chip. I don't I don't really see him. What, what, I'm pretty sure all of us have him top 15, somewhere between 10 and 15. He doesn't really move up, in my opinion. But I well, think not, not, for now, for sure not, because now you got James Harden. There's no way. I, I feel like he's going to regret it. He might not regret his decision right now of joining the Nets, but whether they win or they lose, but whether if they, especially if they win, he's going to see that, oh, yo, people are not recognizing me as the player that I am. See, and, and I think, but the thing here is, 
I think even if he went there, I don't think people give him the recognition for it, uh, for bringing the chip to New York for, to the Knicks because the way he acts about his Warriors championships, he, he thinks it's me, me, me. He always thinks it's me, me, me when he literally threw Steph Curry on their bus saying like, yeah, he, you know, I was better those two years Steph Curry won MVP, but Steph Curry won those MVPs without you. He took your team your team was up 3-1 and they still beat you guys like Kevin Durant has well, this behind him and I don't think anyone wants to like give him recognition for regardless of what he does because of the way Kevin Durant acts himself well we all know that Kevin Durant mentally probably the weakest superstar in history but I still don't think away. I still don't think that takes away from if he was to bring a chip to the Garden, bro. I, I feel like that spotlight, just that achievement, would overshadow everything else. Plus, I don't think James Harden would have joined the Knicks if if Kyrie and I, I don't think he would have had enough room to add him. I don't. I, I don't agree think- with everything Chaitan just said. But if but if he won a ring with the Knicks, it would be over because yeah, he, he Knicks, would be top ten. He would Knicks break that top. We're seeing it right now. This team is good. They're not great. They're very good with good players, hardworking players, and one great level player, in my opinion, Julius Randle. And you see the attention they're getting. If they won a championship, yo, the defenders, if you have New York on your backs, if you have New York to your defense, no one can stop you. Like, this is not a, this is not the same thing as winning a championship for Golden State. Yeah. I, I'm telling yeah. you, I, I feel like he's he's going to whether he realizes it right now or or if you realize it later on, going to the Nets and then add, having James Harden on that team, he's not going to get any recognition, the recognition that he wants, and I feel like he already uh, he regrets his decision. The thing I I really am concerned about, kind of for the Knicks, is who can they get? That's my question now. What nope. puts him over the top? Let me ask you a question. So, so you know how, uh, like, the, the, the Suns versus Knicks game, right? Uh, Chris Paul, I think Chris Paul put on a show for a reason because they were saying Chris Paul, and we we discussed this topic, the mm-hmm. Knicks, should the Knicks go after Chris Paul? We laughed at that. But if you look at this team now, if they had Chris Paul, then, bro, they would be legit. Like, I, I would rank them above the Bucks right now. Would that team better, would, would a CP3 on the Knicks be better than the Suns right now? Oh, no. oh, that's a tough question. I don't think it would be because they don't have the – so as good as Julius Randle is, Devin Booker is a better player. Oh, that's, that's a tough question. I don't – that's a very good question. Arun, I don't have an answer to that question. That's real tough. I think – They the, wouldn't be ranked as high because I think they still wouldn't be above the Nets or the Sixers. But I think they would be third. Jaytan, but the Knicks do have better role players, you could say, or pieces than the – than Suns, I mean, in my I, opinion. I think said. the role players is pretty even, even. But if you're looking at, is RJ Barrett a role player right now? He's starting, isn't he? He's he's a. I think he's, he's not he, the vocal he, point of the offense. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I give that to you. Yeah, but he, I think he, he's on his way up. I think you got to look at it this way, though. Is if Chris Paul goes there and the Clippers collapse, can Chris Paul bring Kawhi to New York? Now, Ooh. that would be an interesting team because Tom Thibodeau is all about defense. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, yeah, that's the name. If the New York Knicks get Kawhi Leonard next season, 
Now, that's that, a guy. That that makes it interesting now because no, no, I'm talking about like yo, it's on. Like they're about to win a championship. Is that the name? Yeah. That's the only guy available next season who can opt out of his. Co- if somehow yo, imagine Clippers Lakers first round. Imagine, and the Lakers beat him, and this man says I'm out, and he goes to the Knicks. You want to talk about learning from KD's mistakes? If he Ooh. wins the championship for the Spurs, then like the Raptors, and then the Knicks, I think that's the name. And then you can also throw in the fact that, you know, Obi Toppin was a number one, uh, uh, was a first round draft pick. You know, you can package a couple of these guys to get someone else to get a third bro, guy. The thing, bro? I can't think of anybody because you ain't gained LeBron, you ain't gained James Harden, you're not getting. Uh, like Russell Westbrook, you're not gonna get him because you had a chance, you didn't get him. Um, you're not getting uh, Bradley Beal is the only name out there, kind of. I was just about to say Bradley Beal. Yeah, I don't, but like you can easily get a. You're not getting Giannis. You're not getting Steph Curry. You're not getting Clay Thompson. You're not getting um. We're talking about Paul a- George. You're not getting um. Who else? Luca. But I'm saying um, a third guy. Like if if you can pull off a trade, uh, if you can get Chris Paul, who. Well, no, but Chris Paul's gone. But no, we're not. I'm talking about this team. No, I'm talking upcoming year. Yeah, we're not get Chris Paul now. Chris Paul is a son. He, yeah, but he's gonna be a free agent after this season. Yeah. No. I think he's locked in. No, he's locked in. You sure? No, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. I think he still has two more years. I think he had oh year my year. God, Anthony Davis just got yammed on. Reaction <laughs> <laughs> to the Lakers game. Oh, your boy, fucking Rui, bro. Yo, Japanese players, they different, boy. He caught a body, bro. It's in New Orleans, AD. <laughs> uh, let, me just, let me just quickly check this for Chaitan, Chris. I, I, he's not, he's not a free agent in 2022. Right, Shavam got it. Shavam, what is it? He, no, he's not a free agent. Oh, no, he's not. Because I remember everyone just talking about, oh, the GM was his former agent. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, What's his name? World Wide mm-hmm. West. Yeah. That's why they were talking about yo the Knicks getting him and Knicks getting him, and then they didn't get him, obviously. Yo, if but, the, but like, okay, but here's my so that's what I'm saying. This team right now with D Rose with um Kawhi Leonard is that enough? Um, they need, I don't know. I would love to see that though. Would that would be insane. They need one more. Is that super team in uh, Brooklyn still there next season? Yes, right? they have to be. They're all under contract. Yeah, yeah I don't there's think no way. But, Conference finals, yeah. No, that would be intense. The Knicks were the Nets then. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. we're talking about this, but we didn't see the Knicks having a legitimate shot of winning a title for at least the next 10 years. Ten years. Yeah, so bro. To be able to, you know, be where they're at right now is um is amazing and great to watch. But I still think they're years and years away from actually being able to bring a chip home. You never okay, know, so bro. You get a few. Say, I think I think Tom Thibodeau has a great. I think so too, bro. But it's just like, yo, this Brooklyn team and Philly, like it's just. I'm telling you, you you gotta grab if you get Kawhi Leonard, you gotta grab Kyle Lowry and bring back Toronto. You you got listen, Kawhi Leonard himself is not enough for that next team. Now you add another go. You don't even need another superstar. If you add another star player, now we're talking. But Kawhi himself alone is, I don't think that's enough. Unless he gets one of those lucky playoff runs where all his uh, opponents get injured and it works out to his benefit. I don't see. Yeah, two more pieces. That's a pretty injury prone. 
So one great well, player and one good player, and now they're in the championship conversation. That's what I think. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, one with Kawhi, you need another good star player. I I think a guard. Yeah, you get a star guard, and then you, Alfred, you listen. Be honest, bro. Derrick Rose, he's been phenomenal for them, but he is no longer like D Rose, D Rose. But he's yeah. very he's, he's six man of the year candidate level. Yeah, he's a big player, yeah. yeah. But he's Alfred, not gonna help you win the championship. Alfred Payne should not be no starting point guard anywhere. Nope. So that's the guy you would upgrade. And if you get Kawhi Leonard, then bro, RJ Barrett. Um, I hope they keep RJ Barrett because people hate on him a lot. No, now he's playing really good. Now, if they drafted um what uh you know Donovan Mitchell instead of Frank Nilakina, they'd be in a perfect completely different position right now. Let's not let's not revisit the past mistakes. Let's just look at yo, we got a good solid mixed team now. They could be in the playoffs, they could even win a series. They could win a first round series. They're they're likely if they they're they're, they're fighting they the for the seed right now with the Hawks. Who'd they play in the first round? They, I don't even know. Wizards, Pacers, Hornets. We don't even know yet. Oh, it's one of those yeah. two. four yeah. to like seven could change. Listen, that first playoff game for the mat in the Garden. That first one. Oh man. Oh yeah, we tuning in, hundred percent. We should just go. Wait, I need I need Lonzo to go to the Knicks, yo. Next I don't year. think that's the – if you get Lonzo and Kawhi, then – Now, that's up. different. That that would be fun. If you get Lonzo, Kawhi, R.G. Barrett, uh, Julius Randle. I still don't know if that puts them over the top, though, just because Brooklyn is there. Yeah, I fucking hate Brooklyn. Mitchell Robinson will be back from his injury. He hasn't – he's been out. He has a fractured hand or something, I think. So, it's you – know, it's, it's just nice that we're finally talking about the Knicks. We haven't been talking about them for over – since Melo left. 2013 ish, 2013 ish, yeah. I mean, they haven't won a playoff series since then, too. When they won that first round matchup way long ago. Damn. We need Lin Sanity back. Oh, that was a great time. Oh, Lin Sanity was crazy. That was when the NBA was peak. Remember that he crossed up, uh, what was the name? Bargnani, and then took the three over him, didn't he? Yeah, that may have been the greatest single run I've seen a player be on. I don't care about all these superstars doing what they're doing. I'll talk about a regular player no doing name, that. No name guy. No name guy sleeping on Landry Fields' couch. Yeah, <laughs> Fields. He was sleeping on Landry Fields' couch, and then he ended up doing something in the garden. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I think uh, I think I think uh, Jeremy Lin has a ring too, right? Yeah, with Toronto. Hey, he won with Kawhi, bro. Oh, yeah. And then I, re- I remember um, Kobe saying, yo, who's this Jeremy Lin kid? And then yeah. Jeremy Lin dropped buckets. Like, he dropped off the Lakers. Too. He dropped like 38 or something on him. Then he played with Kobe too. Good times. Yo, he, yo, he swindled Houston for that contract though. Oh, yeah. I, I remember thinking James Harden and him were like the next big thing. Yo. They, 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 big got them, they got one of them right for sure. <laughs> Unless the... Chandler Parsons in there too. Oh yeah, no he now he robbed Houston. He robbed a lot of teams. Yo, yeah, Houston man, he got the bad up in the bad situations. Oof, yeah. but I think I think that's that covers everything so far. Obviously, we got we got to wait for LeBron to come back. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's been missing for a minute. He'll be back. I, I don't know about load. I don't know these players anymore. Who's injured? Who's coming back when? Um. But yeah, like two and a half to three weeks away from the season ending, and then the play-in, 
So we're basically this is it. If you're trying to make the playing game, this is it. If you if here's your chance. And if you're out of it, they're gonna be team tanking, and then there's gonna be teams trying to lock in that top home court advantage. Mm-hmm. So it's almost time. All right, guys, that wraps it up for episode.